This is Unclaimed Bands, show 120. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight our guest is Tess Emma. Woo! Thanks, Tess. That's a little loud there, Chris. Thank you. Welcome to have you uh, here with us. Uh, tonight we're uh, recording at the lovely uh, Finnegan's Wake on 3rd and Spring Garden. Uh, Tess, before we like get into all the nitty-gritty, get all the, the dirt on you and stuff like mm -hmm. that, uh, but I'm sure there is no dirt. You're here's the driven <laughs> snow, fine. you know. Yeah, don't you um, believe I'm gonna it. I'm going to put it all out there anyway. Let's, yeah, um, let's take a... Oh, oh look. Oh, I think alcohol your, came. Oh, your drink just that. Drink, arrived. Drink, drink so. that. My little beverage wench. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we got to get us one of those. Okay? Oh, we need one of them real bad. Um, yes, well, Mike. Bef no, no, he no, no, he, he's not a beverage <laughs> wench. Okay. Uh, well, what That's world great. do you come from? That's a beverage wench. Well, he looks Jesus. like you know, like this, maybe uh, in the dark ages. Thank you. The women that was, I was like, like I was that, that. But, you know, it's a like dark ages. With I'm skin like the beverage boobs. wench at my job, at the barber shop because there's like a hole in the ground where they throw their beer cans. So all day, I just have, like, customers waiting, like, get me a Miller Lite. And I'm like, sure thing. Is, is that now in the middle of the shop it's floor? It's, like, or? in the closet. And they, like, Mike, get you're in the closet, the ain't you? It's, it's <laughs> off. No one ever makes it in. There's but someone they who lives subterranean hard. going, why do all these beer bottles? <laughs> <laughs> right? No, that's Joe. It's um, raining Miller Lite. We'll tell you what, before we really get into all the questions, let's let everybody hear some of your music. Uh, what are all we going right. to hear? Uh, Cut You Down, I believe, is the first one. All right. Uh, it's a song I'm... Um, Really pushing from the new EP. Uh, I think everyone asks for this one the most, but uh, yeah, it's my favorite. Okay, sure. this is Cut You Down. Let's 
could I do? That's on EP. Where, where can people get it at? Um, it's good. It should be out in the fall. I'm recording with uh, Ron Silvestro from Forge Studios. Um, it's still all in the works. It should be out late fall, but okay. uh, it's okay. what I'm aiming for. All right, cool. Yeah. cool. Oh, sweet. So, sweet. You know, with music, uh, I know that you were, uh, you were you were a choir kid, theater, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you played piano, you switched over to guitar. Um, are there any other instruments you play? Um, not really. I, I, I dabbled in what I could when I was a kid because I was always around instruments. Uh, my mom plays the flute. Uh, my poppy is an amazing pianist. Uh, so that's why I started. But I was thrown on a piano when I was three, maybe four. Wow. I took classical piano lessons for about nine years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then I, uh, I decided I wanted to play out. And I really have a thing against keyboards. Uh, not to sound snooty with it or anything, but my, uh, my poppy had a... a grand piano and i grew up taking lessons on it and it was weird to try and play a keyboard after that because i was so used to the sound in that room yeah, in his yeah. house and it it wasn't the same for me and it was it, it, was it cheesy me. a little cheesy sounding that's the reason why uh, yeah it just it, it wasn't right so okay. i i started hosting up in mics and uh i worked at this place called studio lulu in south jersey and uh i would sing and not play and then i was like you know what i'm gonna take my sister's guitar and try it so I was that, about 14 when I did that. Now, did you take any lessons for that, or you just self-taught? I didn't. I just I, I learned every chord there was and played some cheesy covers for a couple of years on guitar, and then I started writing. So, when so, did when did you start hosting open mics? Um, when I was 15, I believe, at Studio 15. Lulu. I did wow. it for a few years. Um, Sweet. Yeah, um, Sarah O'Brien is the owner over there. Uh, she's she's a cool lady. She really brought me into, you know, the original music stuff and help me out with that yeah but, i was gonna uh, ask how, how do you get at 15 how do you get approached to be the host of an open mic night? my sister actually brought me to the venue it, it looked like a little coffee house but it was really just a stage there was open mic there were shows on weekends mm-hmm. and uh sarah at the time i mean i was 15 i think she was like 32 and she wanted to branch out to a younger scene to bring in bands on weekends and try to raise some money to keep the place open yeah so yeah sure. I, I started doing shows on the weekends and i had a good turnout and then i was like you know what i'll i'll try the doing an open mic and I would pass around a donation jar and you know tell everyone to help us keep the lights on and yeah it worked they're getting ready for the rock show downstairs oh, yeah, I, I can tell. <laughs> where the laughter is gonna roll or an arena football game yeah yes. obviously something like that could, could have been any louder Jesus WWE uh, yeah, yeah. well no nobody said I, I can you smell what the rock's cooking nobody said that so it's not not wrestling it yet. doesn't matter what the rock is cooking you no know, <laughs> with, with that uh you know with with playing all that who I mean, other you come from a musical family, okay? But you have that in your background. What was that? I'm sorry, you, I came you, in here. <laughs> <laughs> Try it again. Take yeah, two. I'm sorry, take two. Sorry, yes. they are partying downstairs. All right. 
Uh, I know that uh, you come from a musical family. Yeah. Okay. But, um, you know, after you started playing and, and playing out a little bit, I mean, who's influenced you uh, musically wise? And uh, when did you decide that this is like really like, okay, beyond just doing something like when you really wanted to make a go for it and start doing it? Well, I, I think that with the performing part of it and when I started doing my originals and stuff like that, I mean, uh, not to harp on it or be sad, but I kind of, my thing now with performing, I joke about how sad my music is. It's sad as shit, and I really like, I sell that. It's how I get it out. I've well, known a lot of crappy people that have influenced did, me to write a lot of sad music. Yeah, so. did, didn't you try like a free razor blade night? Oh, <laughs> my God, yeah. It's just, you know? oh, man. Free rope night? Was it that probably worked out. Razor but, blade uh, and gauze night yes, at the bar. Yes. I don't know, but yeah. I had a really, really shitty high school experience, and uh, didn't like it. It was real rough. And I decided, you know, like, I started writing about it, and, you know, I had some sad music. But uh, when I was a kid in theater, I was terrified of the stage, and I, I had an awful stage presence. I was so uncomfortable. And I really, like, found a comfort in performing my own music, more mm -hmm. so than doing covers or, you know, reading a script or something like that. So it, it, it was just, like, you know, that, that little stage at Studio Lulu became, like, a comfort zone for me. And then once Sarah, the owner, pushed me to get out and play other open mics, I realized that it was comfortable like that everywhere. So I just, I wanted to keep doing it. Well, that's, that's oh, really sweet. interesting. Really, yeah. It's really interesting it that, was, it, that it took you from that. It was that. a little getaway. Yeah. Because, right. I mean, I've seen you host open mics. I've stuff. seen you play. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, I would never know that you had any Because I joke about thing. it now. It's like my weird shtick. I'll be like, hey, I'm the awkward girl. Oh, she's, so, <laughs> she's so cute and quirky. Oh, my God. I just, like, make fun of myself. But <laughs> nice. it A little, little self-deprecation yeah. never hurt, yeah. right? It yeah. works. People think it's funny. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I, I was curious. You described your music as um, a bluesy, eerie folk style. Yeah. Can you elaborate a little bit more about so, that? So uh, I was very poppy, folky when I was younger. I've tossed out all of my old material, which is why I now only hand out my SoundCloud until this EP comes out. But um, I tossed out all my old material. It was very, like, it would be about sad things, but the music itself was pretty upbeat, poppy, folky. And... Um, I started doing uh, cover gigs last summer with uh, my best friend, Nick Greeley. He's, uh, he sings in the Black Stars. He is my, yep. oh, yes. my musical soulmate. I love him to death. But um, I started doing cover gigs with him last summer and really found like, a better, comfortable range in blues music and mm -hmm. singing you know, with that bluesy tone that I somehow found. And I stuck with that, and that's what everyone wanted to hear me do. So then I turned to like the bluesy, folky thing. And then I started thinking about strings. I've worked with uh, like a fiddle player, a violinist, and I really, I, it just went all minor and had more of, instead of like a sad feel, it, it kind of creepy sounding, and I liked it. So that's why I say it's, it's like eerie, bluesy folk music. I've evolved into a little mesh of that. Little mesh of that, okay. Yeah, nice. yeah I mean, I, I, I think it's a good Christmas. description. Cool. I was just, just kind of curious what you, you thought about it, because yeah. it didn't, I have to say that the word the word eerie did not come to my mind listening to your music, but after after you you know seeing it there, what you wrote about it, I'm like, okay, I kind of kind of get it. Yeah. You know, well, that, that song thing? "Cut You Down," uh, it actually it's really cheesy, but it was influenced by a couple things. One was a relationship at the time. Another was this really creepy painting I have in my living room of my great grandpa, and his eyes are two different colors, like very clearly. <laughs> he had one like yellow green eye and one blue eye. <laughs> and uh, he was a pretty crazy guy, and I've heard some stories about it, and I was dating a very crazy person. So I kind of put those two things together, and uh, it was also influenced by the TV show American Horror Story. Yeah, There was yes. this girl, and she would, like, cut apart men and put them together to what she, like, wanted them to be. And I, I, the, I had the chorus down, and I just 
I kind of built it off of all of those things. Yeah. And I thought that was eerie. So maybe yeah, that's no, that, why that, the eerie it's, thing it's is. It's eerie, stuck creepy, with actually. Me. Just a little creepy, Tess. <laughs> it's, it's a little creepy. Just, yeah, I'm just pretty, a little. I'm just a tad. Uh, okay, future reference for everybody here. I don't want to be in the room alone with yeah, her. Don't okay? do that. Are you just, scared? Yeah, right now I'll I am. Absolutely. You? Sure? I'll get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm, I can a, see, I'm a I can bad see guy. I'll bleed a lot. She could be in the blood. I see you shaking. Oh, man. That's just the DTs. I haven't had alcohol in a while. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm trying I, you know, I wanted to ask you, uh, and I've asked this of other people that we've interviewed who uh, uh, perform similarly. Okay, do you? I mean, do you do you find yourself sometimes getting stuck or getting labeled as a singer songwriter? And does that bother you? Do you think that's a limiting? Um, Not title? the singer songwriter so much as a female singer songwriter. Oh uh, yeah, uh, it's it's hard. I've worked triple. with a lot of people, and honestly, Nick is the only person that I've really kept around in in switching around my band and stuff like that because. It doesn't make me feel like that. Not to say that every person I've played with has made me feel like that, but um, I feel like until people hear me perform, not to do my own horn, but I feel like I, I don't get respect in trying to book things or or branch out and make music with other bands or you know anything like that until someone actually hears me play. And then it's like, well, you know, why didn't I have that fair, fair shot from the get-go yeah. until you heard me sing and realized I didn't have the voice of a little... Of a little white girl. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's really how it is. It's, but. it's, it's always baffling. You're white? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, white as can be. Take your sunglasses <laughs> off. Um, it's always baffled me because, to me, a singer-songwriter is anybody who sings and writes songs. I mean, that's certainly people like, you know, Stephen Tyler and, and, and other female performers, too. Nobody calls Stevie Nicks a singer-songwriter, per se. Stevie Tyler's still female. Well, no, no, no. He, I didn't say female. He's a singer-songwriter. Correct you should really listen to the interview. Did you catch my Stevie Nicks joke at open mic last week? <laughs> yes. Is that why you said that? Did you catch no. my Stevie Nicks joke? No, not at all. Oh, man. Can I tell my Stevie <laughs> yes, Nicks joke? Yes, absolutely. All right. So, like I said, I did cover songs for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dad's, like, favorite song, like, wants it to be our, like, father-daughter dance, my wedding, all that, is Harvest Moon by Neil Young. Uh-huh. Um, and I do a cover of that. And I, when I used to play it, I would start off and be like, this is for my dad. And then, like, you know, just dedicate to my dad. And there was this one recording I found, like, somebody videotaped it and put it on YouTube. And in the beginning, I'm like, this is for my dad. And I, like, mumble it, like, really. And it sounds like Stevie Nicks when she does Landslide, and she's like, this is for you, daddy. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> it was so embarrassing. And it's on the Internet somewhere. And I'm like, God, wow. People really think I was, like, ripping off Stevie Nicks on that one. But I wasn't. So. <laughs> but that has, like, haunted me. And every time I play it, so I hear somebody mumble, this is for you, daddy. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> It sucks. I hate it. <laughs> it's too uh, funny. Pretty soon you'll dub that in before you even start. Yeah. Voice oh, oh you, you should YouTube find it and hold use on it. To that gem. Oh, yeah, yeah that'll, that'll be around yeah. forever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with, um, I wanted to ask with you working on the EP, and, you know, I've only seen you so far play with, like, maybe one other person or by yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, bringing all the other um, people in to play on the record, whether it's drums, you know, guitar, cello, you know, mm -hmm. like that. Um, how does that affect the, the song from when you wrote it to the finished product? Do you find I it think, changing a lot? or? I think, honestly, the only thing that uh, really changes the songs uh, will be the drum parts, which I'm you know, still working on and not positive about and not exactly sure you know, who I, wanna, who I want um, for those parts, honestly. But um, you know, I'm starting out just doing the, all my solo stuff and yeah. you know, seeing how that goes. And then we're tracking in the violin and the cello, and uh, my friend, Nick and I's friend Skinny is going to do some fiddle on it. Uh, okay. He's he's amazing, but yes, um, he is. that We've stuff kind of just blends yeah. in with with, with what my you've solo written. stuff. Okay. But I think um, the drums could really mix it up. It's just it's it's still confusing for me, and I'm figuring it out. But uh, yeah, it definitely 
it's it's totally different songs when the drums come into play like yeah. when i have it imagined so i'm trying to decide if i really want that or not we'll mm-hmm. see but the, the strings and uh the other guitar really doesn't change gotcha how gotcha. my song is okay. yeah I didn't, I didn't know if anybody was bringing something new to the table and you go wow and ever you know really hearing that versus imagining it yeah. you know, if it opens up those possibilities and, and it may you know certainly may not because this being your first ep you're recording right mm-hmm. this is your first one yeah um okay. I, I have some rough stuff from when i was younger that i did um with uh, Steve Butler from uh, Smash Palace, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. New Jersey people. Uh, Sarah brought me into him when I was a teenager. We did a couple things, but like I said, I, I've evolved a lot since then, so I kind of yeah. I tossed it. But uh, that, that'll come up and rear its ugly head when oh, you're like, yeah, you know, will. like oh yeah, it will. Six years down the road when yep. you're on tour somewhere. One day when that Look kid I this. dated when I was 15, hears that song somewhere, he's well, gonna yep. post that shit. It's gonna be like the Alanis Morissette pop album oh, that came Alanis out. Morissette. You know, here we go. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be like oh, when she was God. a teen idol. <laughs> Look, only it won't be that cute, I'm sure. Okay, I bet Man. it will be. It'll be very sad, but it won't cute. be. It won't be that cute, That's right? I say it would be well, cute. cutesy. The song, I didn't <laughs> mean the way the song. Looks, right. Okay. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> oh, no, 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 the bartender there, she yelled out, do Alanis Morissette. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> that like, that's does the not wor- surprise Like, there's me. another female singer-songwriter sent thing. Do you know any Jewel or Alanis Jewel. Morissette? <laughs> I'm sorry, but is it 1997? No, no, wait a minute. I saw something in your post. Did you sing Jewel? Okay, Jewel. someone made me do a Jewel cover really? here last week. I knew totally against wait, my wait, will. Wait, wait, wait. And then they busted out in harmonies so much higher than what I was doing. Two grown-ass men, and it was kind of beautiful. But kind of beautiful. <laughs> God, Ryan videotaped it. Of all people in the room, I'm like looking around, like if any of you motherfuckers are videotaping this, I swear to God, I'm praying nobody's videotaping this. The whole time, the guy I'm seeing is sitting right in front of me videotaping. Of all people, he's videotaping it. He has sent it to me six times in the past three days since he's like, I swear, is it, you watch yourself. Is, this is going on the internet. Are you sure Fuck this isn't you. a subtle way to try to break up with you? <laughs> Who knows? I think I say that in the end of the video. I'm like, you're getting dumped tonight. There you go. But, uh, he's we'll testing see. the waters. I see that. Oh, so how does someone force you to sing a song? They started playing it, and uh, I just started hosting this open mic, and I'm, I'm trying to be a good host. And Vince is like, you got to do it. They're already playing it. Uh, I was like, fuck you, Vince, Vince but I had to you do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so I sucked go. it up. And, uh, so, so everybody out there listening, uh, Tess is now <laughs> hope, uh, hosting the open mic at uh, Finnegan's Wake here yes. on uh, Tuesday nights. Yes. Sign-ups are 8 o'clock, and bands start at 9, or pe- performances start at 9, not bands, I should say, right? Yeah, it, it's been right? starting at like 9.30. 9.30-ish, but... yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a little free free time. There you go. Yeah. And don't ask for Joel. The beer is flowing. No, don't Jewel. ask for Jewel. Beer is flowing. Right. Jewel is okay. not flowing. Exactly. That's Jewel that's done and over with. Here anymore. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's take a pause and let everybody listen to another song. Uh, what All are right. we going to hear this time? Uh, this is uh, mine. This is a, it's a little heartbreaker one, but uh, little little heartbreaker one. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. This is mine. You're right, yeah. and 
and I'll leave you in the morning with my final oh darling you won oh cause you the best place for everybody to uh, keep in touch with you find out what's going on with you the new record coming out everything um i'm i'm pretty good with facebook um i'm even more so big on instagram i'll post pictures and make a big caption underneath what, of it. what are what are the addresses uh i love instagram my instagram is tess emma lou so t-e-s-s-e-m-m-a-l-o-u-u two u's okay use tess emma lou with two u's um my facebook is tess emma and my uh, twitter is also tess emma lou but um I, I post all my shows and open mics and all that stuff on Facebook. And um, Now, are there links to the SoundCloud in either one yes, of those? Yes, the SoundCloud okay. is on my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, I believe. And I post stuff all the time. Um, do you want me to talk about my SoundCloud? Oh, we're, yes, we're, 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 right. Hold on, go we're going go to well, get to that. Okay, not uh, yet. First, go I want to get back to mine. <laughs> because, and I want to warn everybody, because I was taken up by surprise, okay, that on your SoundCloud... It's, a, it's titled as Mine at the Bathroom. All right, I can explain that. Which, uh, I can explain that. You are not mine in the bathroom. I was just like, <laughs> uh, you know. That's, I don't know how um, that happened. The title got mumbled with the description. It, it sounds like the title of a George Michael song. I'm just going to say hey, that. Hey, hey, hey. That was Ooh, cool. I went there. I know yeah, I went there. You did there. go there. That's the not a good place to go. bad night. Yeah. So, oh, so yeah, explain that. How did that happen? All right. So, um... I got tired of not being able to give people anything when I would play shows or not be able to say, like, where you can hear my music or I love that song. Where can I find it? And I was like, you know what? I record like when, when I'm writing, I record it um, onto my phone in my bathroom because the acoustics in there are really fucking great. So uh, people you know, kept asking me to post stuff. And I used to post YouTube videos and stuff like that just to keep people updated on stuff I was writing. And, and you know, if someone liked a song and post it so they could have it. Um, 
but the recording, you know, just wasn't falling into place. I didn't know who I wanted to work with and stuff like that. So I started doing a weekly series uh, <laughs> called Songs from a Bathroom. <laughs> it's on my SoundCloud. Yes. So I sit in my bathroom usually every Sunday, think about whatever pissed me off or made me sad that week. I write a song about it, and then I post it on my SoundCloud and see how it goes. But uh, nice. that's that. Okay, nice. okay, yeah, okay. You explained to me about the recording in the bathroom, which, which okay. by the way, you recorded those in the bathroom on your phone. On they my sound phone great. in the bathroom. Thank you. They, they really it do. It sounds really good in my bathroom. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of got from what you were talking about that it was probably recorded in the bathroom and knowing the, the name of the series and yes. all that. Yes, But yes, I yes. did not realize you recorded that on your phone. That's really, yes, that's really great. Yes, it was on my phone in my bathroom. But, but you still haven't <laughs> explained why that song is called Mine in the Bathroom. Because oh, it's just called Mine. Because the others aren't like... And the description like was like, the, it was supposed to be like in parentheses at the bathroom. Yeah. So that was the first the song bathroom. I posted. So clearly I learned my lesson from it because none of the other songs are cut yeah. you down from the bathroom. Bathroom. <laughs> so, like, so I learned my lesson on that one. And it see, was once just again, she goes one. for that one. I'm a little, really afraid of being alone with this one. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, you probably should be. I'm, I'm feisty. So, so is that. it? So, with you. the weekly series, is each week you record something new and you put yes. up there? That's and very uh, cool. if I'm not feeling too good about writing, I will put up a cover. Maybe uh, there's two covers on there. Yes. Um, Saw those. Yeah, but I make it very clear that they're covers when I post them. Yeah, if yes, I you do. do. Those I are just try to put something everybody. up every week. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's cool. And, and you've been doing this how many weeks now or how many months? Um, I think there's like seven or eight songs seven, on there. Um, nice. I've deleted a couple that I just, you know, listened back on. and. Yeah, well, what was I thinking type of yeah, deal, right? Yeah, so I, I, took, I took down a couple, but I think there's like seven on there now. That's cool. That's really yeah. cool. You're giving out, out to, to yeah. everybody like that. Oh, by the way, Sean, I think she could take you. Oh, I'm sure she could. Absolutely. But I'm old what? and slow. In a fight. You can probably, fight. Yeah, you probably, that's oh, what yeah, I told probably. You. I told you I was afraid, oh, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. Jeez. You keep shaking. It scares the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm you know, pretty tall. Once again, DT thing. Yes, I'm you are. Tall. In the flats, you're, like yeah, you're tall. Step. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> sorry. No, sorry, don't be. It's, it's the tack no, of the 50 <laughs> foot woman. The tack of the 50 foot woman. Uh, yeah, what I'm do you mean? Tall. She just needs to be six foot next to me. I mean, I'm I, you know, she's going to look like a six foot. Yeah, I'm see? Like five see? You're close enough, okay? Yeah. He's a scared. Close enough. Well, you know, all right, enough with the fear, all right? Jesus. Okay. It's so, um, you know, with all these open mics, you play with a lot of different people, uh-huh. and, and you have now for a while, because I've seen you with different people throughout, not yeah. even on open mic nights, but who are some of the people you play with that people out there might know, or, you know? People that, that you might know? Or, or anybody, anybody. I, I I might not know them, but other people yeah. out there listening might. Um, well, like Who's I said, Nick Greeley uh, from the Black Stars. Yep. He is my strictly platonic soulmate. I love him with every ounce of my being. He is my best friend, and uh, he plays almost every show I have with me. Even if I just don't feel like singing and playing, sometimes I'll, I'll teach him my songs just so I can sing. And, uh, you know, we work well together. He's, he's great. Uh, he's gotten me a lot of gigs, too, so I really appreciate, you know, everything Nick's done for me. I also steal members of his band quite often. Um, so Skinny, who is the fiddle player, who yeah. you've, you've yes. definitely oh, probably we, we, seen. Uh, we, we've we caught him already. Yeah, we caught him. Great. He's great. He's great. Yes. Um, you know, I've, I've done a couple of fun things with Skinny at, at Dobbs and stuff like that. Um, Ron DiSilvestro, who I'm recording with, he's mm-hmm. uh, he drums for me sometimes. Um, I played the TLA in February and had to throw a band together for that. So I had uh, Ron DiSilvestro. I had Maddie Boyle from Bon Hits for Jesus yeah. as yes. my bassist. I played guitar and sang. And um, Vince Corvino, who uh, works at Forge Record, Forge Recording Studios also, um, he played guitar for me. Um, so that was cool. It was, you know, <laughs> I met them through Forge. Um, that was cool. Um, I met a lot of people through Forge because I also did backup vocals on uh, the Great Socios record last oh. year. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so. <laughs> cool, love that, that band. Cool. Yeah. 
I see like all of our friends have like all of my my friends group have recorded there too, like uh, Kid Felix and yeah. Great Socio. Uh, who else? It's stolen Roads, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe, yeah, I'm not sure I'm about not that sure. either. But yeah, that, that like whole so, group though. is still tied in together regardless of Forge, but they're, they're a good group. So I've always had opportunities to jam with all of those guys at Dobbs and stuff like that, and it's been fun. Modern Color too, mm-hmm. they're good guys, mm-hmm. real good Very guys, fun to play with. But uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's very very eclectic group that keeps together yeah. like that and shares with people. That's yeah, they that's all cool. That's really match. what the you know to me the, what the music scene should be about is supporting one another and stuff yeah. like that. So it's good to actually you know really get a get a, a, a tangible reference of it to be able to uh-huh. see it in, in action. Yeah. That's really cool. It's fun. Um, I gotta ask this: if you were, if tomorrow, tomorrow they called you up and said, "Hey, you know what? You're gonna be on uh, the Ten Show, okay? Uh-huh. And you're gonna come on. We want you to play a song. What one song would you want to play?" Probably cut you down. Um, it, it has a lot of meaning. Going to back me. to and the creepy I, stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see I'm, that. I'm really pushing it's, that song. Yeah, um, you are. It's that loop. Yeah, like I said, it, it had a lot of weird meanings behind it too. But uh, it uh, it was based on a on a pretty rough relationship, and I think that song kind of strikes a chord with him. Sure. Kind of feels good to get it out and play it all the time. A little I therapeutic. Love when people ask for it because it's definitely therapeutic. But uh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Well, we're, uh, we're going to wrap things up here. I want to thank right. you. Uh, but before we go, is there anything you want to say to any of your fans out there listening? Um, I mean, follow my SoundCloud if you want. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. And I'll keep you posted. Um, I'll post updates about the EP and all of that. Um, I don't have too many shows coming up. I'm playing Liberty Music Fest. Yes, so, um, yes. Look upstairs that. at 11 o'clock, I believe. Yeah. And I'll have the whole band from uh, Black Stars with me, backing me up that night. Oh, so cool. So oh, that'll, that'll be good. Great. I also play cover songs at Dobbs every Saturday from 3 to 6, and I will serenade the shit out of you while you eat Lorenzo's pizza and sit outside on a beautiful day in the summertime, <laughs> so come and do that. Except for Jewel. Um, I also Except didn't mention my dog at all in this interview. Oh, I really love my dog, your dog, so let me just What's your dog's name? Because I do that all the time. What's your dog's name? Tegan. Tegan? Yeah. Tegan. How you doing, Tegan? She's my best fucking friend. Good girl. She rules. <laughs> Good doggy. <laughs> Good doggy. Well, Tess, Tess, I want to thank you for taking time to do the interview. Yeah. Uh, you are really a great singer, and uh, yes, you are. I cannot wait till the EP comes out. Because, like I said, if Thank if you. that stuff sounds that good from the bathroom on the phone, <laughs> yeah, I think wow. Ron will do a better job. Wow, I'll uh, say that again. Yeah, what just, a great just a little bit. Definitely. Great so, um, until next time, everybody. This is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. With me is Fritz, Fritz is Rock, here. Mike, Joe, Crystal. And all help us out here. And our Did guest has Chris? been Tess. Thank Thanks you very, very much, very much Tess. Thanks for having me. Statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.